The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Joining us now, Kamel Hawash, chair of the Palestine Solidarity Campaign, which campaigns for an end to the Israeli occupation of Palestine. We thank you so much for joining with your perspective this morning. I want to start off simply with the possible solutions. I mean, Yusuf just did a great job talking about the geopolitical conflict, the massive international players here. What about internally? How do internally the members of Palestine find a solution? Well, I think uh, uh, looking looking to the future, I wanted to find a solution. Is the right way to look at this? The problem is, it's been seventy five years since Israel was created. Uh, uh, from from whence it, it it should have been the case that uh, Israel uh, withdrew from the occupied Palestinian territories and allowed the Palestinians to set up their own uh, state and to live in in peace. But uh, but uh, Israel has chosen, its leaders have, and particularly this uh, government that we have in Israel has chosen not to recognize the rights of the Palestinian people. Uh, on the contrary, you, you, you will have heard Belzen Smotrich, one of the ministers, finance ministers, say the Palestinians have three options. Either they leave or they live here without any rights, or mm-hmm. if they resist uh, uh, the, the occupation, then they would be killed. Now that is yeah. no prelude to, uh, uh, to to peace, is it? Uh, you also have okay. all right. So, Kamil, let's uh, let's work with that. It's uh, Yusuf here alongside Kriti. Uh, Kamil, just run me through what you're hearing from your sources on the ground in terms of the dialogue between the Palestinian Authority and Hamas, because if we can get a breakthrough there, it will sure help a lot when all the stakeholders sit down together during this painful period. Well, I, I mean, you and your viewers will be aware that there's been, uh, unfortunately, a division between Palestinians uh, uh, for, you know, for, for, for nearly 17 years. Uh, that doesn't help. There have been a number of attempts to uh, break through that, uh, but that hasn't uh, yield, uh, resulted in uh, in unity. Uh, so unity is really important. Uh, we know, uh, I think it's clear, that uh, the Hamas rules in Gaza and the Palestinian Authority, or if you like, Fatah rules uh, in the West Bank, uh, and uh, the Palestinian Authority would have had no uh, involvement in in what started on the 7th of uh, 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 of this month. But also listening to what um, Riyad Mansour in the uh, in the United Nations, the ambassador for Palestine and United Nations, uh, he is reminding everyone that uh, the problem lies in the international communities and Israel's lack of uh, uh, real seriousness to deliver the rights for the Palestinian uh, people. Uh, and then on the Israeli side, I would remind you, if I may just finish this point, that in 2018, Israel passed a law, uh, the nation-state law, which which uh, gave even its Palestinian citizens no rights by saying only Jewish Israelis have the right to self-determination in Israel, whose borders are not defined. Right. 
Well, Kamal, let's talk a little bit about time frame here. I think our, our financial audience will want to know, from your expertise, how long do you think this lasts? I've heard timelines going as short as a couple more days to months, even years. What do you think? Yeah, it's, it's very difficult to judge, I have to say, because we hear of escalations, particularly the United States, uh, uh, you know, sending a, a barge, uh, supplying Israel with uh, all the weapons. It wants a commitment to that. Uh, a lack of even mentioning the word Palestine or Palestinians by leaders, including uh, here in the United Kingdom, where uh, uh, the foreign secretary uh, has completely, uh, in his statements, has not included the word Palestinians. They do make up half the, uh, the population that lives between uh, the, the River Jordan and the Mediterranean Sea. And, and it is that that is reducing the chances for peace. Uh, I think uh, clearly in, mm-hmm. in the, on the Israeli side, uh, they want to lash out, hit back. And uh, uh, if, if I, I, I remind the audience that unfortunately in the past, the r- ratio, and I don't like using this, but the ratio of Palestinians killed to Israelis has always been around 10 to 1. So uh, uh, we really fear that... Yeah, I mean, those those are, you know, those are your numbers, and we'll we'll look into that, Kem. But I want to shift to the the road ahead and specifically focus on, you know, who can... my, my if, you know, just in terms of number of casualties we're going to see, which will not be 100%. And that takes me to my next point, Kamil, which is who can bring influence to the table here? Is it the Saudis? Is it the Qataris? Or is there a need for a rapprochement with Iran to move the needle in this? Because every life is a life too many. Uh, I think it, it, it tends to fall on, in the laps of the Egyptians first, that, uh, because they can speak to both sides to try and uh, uh, calm the situation uh, down. Uh, the Saudis are in, a, in an interesting position because, uh, as was reported earlier, they've been, uh, uh, the, the crown prince there said that uh, normalization with Israel was, was, was nearing. Uh, so they, they could be in a position to say, uh, you know, if, uh, uh, unless this is brought uh, to an end quickly, uh, then clearly that particular uh, uh, deal would, would be delayed for months. Uh, so I think uh, military, it depends on what the real aims of the Israelis are now. If they want to, the, uh, to go to the extent that they always refer to of mm-hmm. basically uh, ending uh, the, 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 the power of Hamas in, uh, uh, in, in this densely populated region, the most densely populated region in the world, uh, and that will take, uh, I think, troops on the ground. And if they even thought about doing that, that would result in many, many uh, casualties. And we've already seen... Palestinians move to, to UNRWA schools to try and avoid being in, in, in the crossfire. I want to leverage your expertise, Kamen, in terms of what is going on on the ground in Gaza, in terms of the basic supply of food, water and energy. Uh, where is that coming from, if at all, given all the restrictions? Well, I mean... Part of the reason that, that, that we're hearing from Palestinians who are, if you like, uh, uh, looking at this operation saying, you know, we've had enough, is the fact that Israel determines exactly what comes in. Uh, my understanding from people on the ground is that the electricity supply has now been shut down by uh, Israel. Uh, the uh, Gaza, in any case, was predicted to be uninhabitable by the United Nations in 2020, and here we are in 2023. Uh, uh, any goods going in, food supply, etc. Uh, are heavily 
controlled by by Israel. So the situation on the ground would worsen very very quickly. The economic situation is always uh, uh, yeah. in, in, in difficulty. So it's very uh, it's only going to get worse, and that is why it is important to focus on uh, the, the the human beings uh, in Gaza uh, and indeed on the other side to try and bring this to an end. Because I personally don't want to see right. anyone die in in, the, in, in, uh, in this war from either side because the families are the ones yeah. who will have to pick up the pieces once that uh, uh, once we have uh, uh, calm. But also we don't want to be right. here speaking uh, in, in in two years' time when there's another assault on 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 the people of Gaza. I mean, it's certainly or it's certainly a tragedy that nobody time. wants to see continue. Kamal Hawish, I'm sorry, we are early out of time. He's the chair of the Palestine Solidarity Campaign. We thank him for joining the program, as well as, of course, uh, the anchor of Daybreak Middle East and Africa, Yusuf Gamal Dean. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.